welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today I felt very called to speak about going for it despite your fear. And if you fail, choosing to bounce back and learn from those failures. Before we get into it, is there a failure that you've experienced in your life that you're still holding on to? Thank you for answering that. If there is, I do hope that this session blesses you. I hope it heals you. I hope it lets you know that it's okay to fail as you're learning, as you're finding your way. And in fact, it's very brave too. It's very, very brave. I'd like to begin with a little reading from my Light is the New Black book by Rebecca Campbell. To everyone else, it looked like a single leap, but in reality, it was hundreds of little baby steps. Do one thing every day. If you do one thing every day towards your calling, in one year, you will have done 365 things. In two years, you will, you will have done 730 things. And in five years, you will have done 1,825 things. In 10 years, you will have done 3,650 things. In 20 years, you will have done 7,300 things. In 50 years, you will have done 18,250 things. She's really putting that point across that it can be simply one thing every day. And then she says, start before you feel ready. You don't need to know where it's all going. You'll work it out along the way. And I couldn't agree more with that because I've felt it firsthand. Many of you know I am, I just launched my sanctuary membership, which is this amazing online platform where there's videos, tutorials, there's um, meditations, there's a Facebook community, there's playlists, it's beautiful. And the woman I am today, it came natural for me to put that together. It came natural because of all of the little baby steps I've been doing behind the scenes throughout the years. 
And I gotta say, it hasn't come easy. There's been times in my life where I feel I've really messed up and it was very hard to get back up. So today I just wanted to be a little vulnerable and I wanted to share a little bit of a little piece of that journey with you. Have you seen the Brene Brown special on Netflix? It came out, I think, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe longer now. But it's called The Call to Courage, and it's on Netflix. It's an hour and 15 minute, I would say, basically, it's like a TED Talk that she's speaking to us. And it is a... Well, for me, when I watched it, it was just very much a tearjerker. It was beautifully, beautifully said. It came from this true message inside of her. And it is all about failure and that you are awesome to fail because you actually tried you're in the arena anyways I'm not going to do too much talking on that because if you haven't seen it you gotta watch it it is so good and those of you who have seen it maybe watch it again I actually think maybe that's what I'll do tonight after this is watch it again it was so good and when I had watched it I was going through something in my own life that I felt like I was failing and I was very, I was feeling embarrassed about my failures. So it really, really hit home to me at that time when it first came out. So I'll tell you a bit about that failure. But really, I, now that I'm away from that, I am just so proud of myself and I just see the growth and I'm I look at it in a different light, but at this very time in my life, I didn't see it the way I see it now. Now I see it as it was a stepping stone. It was a skill builder for me. It was experience and it really up-leveled me. And what that was, was my time spent working for Danielle Laporte. I was hired for this support system with the facilitators. So I did a lot of the back-end stuff, like setting up the coach with the facilitators, um, updating some things on spreadsheets, creating the Zoom links, uploading things to SoundCloud, just basic things like that. But at the time, for me, it, it didn't feel basic. It was a lot of learning for me because I had never worked in an office job before. And I had gotten this job simply, well, I believe I got it through manifestation. I got this job without an interview, without a resume being sent. I got it. And I was, I would say that I was underqualified for it because me and computers, they're just not a thing. But then there was another part of the job that I feel I was very much qualified for as far as my love, passion, and just my teaching that's inside of me, which wasn't quite developed as much as it is now, but that was, I was able to be the onboarding facilitator for new facilitators joining. So the way the Danielle Laporte Desire Map Facilitator program works is a facilitator pays money to join the program. And then in return, they get permission as well as tools to host 
their own workshops in their own communities. So I was the onboarding facilitator for this period of time. And that was, I was just so proud of myself to get this job, this job as well as the um, computer side of it. But I was extremely intimidated. I felt at the time that I wasn't worthy of it almost. You know me, I've spoken before, I have a, a very loud inner critic, but we all do. That's part of being human. I'm not sure if you've heard of Amy Porterfield, but she's pretty much the business guru. Um, she has podcasts. She used to work for Tony Robbins. She's amazing. I, I follow her. I love her. And I heard a, a podcast session with her the other day, and she even said that she feels imposter syndrome. She feels not enough very regularly and she just chalked it up to well it's normal we're human like of course and it's true of course but the key is is to believe in yourself as you're venturing through uncharted territory and be in your worth figure out what you need to figure out and if it's not going according to plan you gotta not take ownership of it you just need to respond and not react you need to be grounded and remember, okay, gentle on myself. I'm learning this. It's all good. Gentle, gentle, gentle. So, like I said, so many wonderful, expansive opportunities in my time working for Danielle Laporte's team. Very part-time, by the way. I was still doing my full-time job. I still had the goddess gatherings. This was more of a part-time thing on the side. But because I was so inexperienced with computers at the time, I spent a lot of my life force, a lot of my energy being consumed of feeling like, oh God, you know, am I doing it right? And it took me a long time to do things that really didn't need to take a lot of time. I wasn't um, fully in my worth at this time. So let's talk about my first ever Zoom facilitator call. Like I said, I'm being very vulnerable with you guys, hoping that maybe you will see yourself in my story. And if there's something you decided to harden and give up on because you failed and you embarrassed yourself, please see the message in this story that I'm telling you. First Zoom call, my boss was on the screen, all of the other facilitators who had just joined, they were on. I had definitely done my due diligence. I had practiced on my own, in my own test room, my own Zoom test room. I think most of us know what Zoom is, but if anyone listening doesn't, it's basically a video conferencing platform. So basically, when you host a meeting, it's you speaking, you see all of the people joining the meeting, they're all tiny little squares looking back at you. Um, they can raise their hand to speak or not, like it's very interactive, but usually on Zoom, there's, a, there's somebody leading the session and this was me, my very first Zoom um, onboarding call welcoming the new facilitators. So practiced, I, I got ready, I was looking cute, I had my backdrop all set up, I had my content prepared, I was really excited, my heart was there, 
really excited about helping the facilitators. I remembered how I felt when I first joined the program and the minute you pay, it's like, okay, you're all excited about it. But then the thought of actually hosting something, of actually doing this, it just makes you freeze in your tracks. So I felt this was a major gift for me to be able to help these beautiful people who were just embarking on their journey for the very first time. So the unfortunate thing that happened when I started that Zoom meeting for the facilitators was in my test room, my sound worked. But when it was live and all of the people were on the call, my, my sound didn't work. And as well as that, the everything just was different to maneuver than it was in my test room. Because this was literally the first time I had ever done this. Couldn't get my sound to work. And I don't think I've ever been as embarrassed as I was that day. I was just, I just had lost my ability to ground and to just, you know, figure it out and just be logical and go to my settings in my computer and make sure my sound was working and all of the things, troubleshoot. I had not considered the fact that sometimes it's technology and it's not you. And instead, I just panicked with everybody staring at me live, including my boss. I think it was literally, like I said, the most embarrassing moment of my life. So after I finally figured it out, I really just wanted to just say, I can't do this. Everything in me said that I can't do this. I felt humiliated. But no keep pushing on. So I did. I made it through the call. At first, it was a little bit rocky because I was still very ungrounded. And then I managed to recover and it actually was a very good session. But I was so embarrassed and I had a hard time letting that go. I had a hard time not dwelling on that and feeling just like I wasn't enough and that I was swimming in this pool that was way bigger than me. Who am I? Who is Stephanie from New Brunswick? Who's never had an office job before? Who is she to do this? And I felt like they made a mistake when they hired me. These are all thoughts that my, my inner critic was telling me. And to get over that, I decided to just YouTube some videos on how to get over embarrassment and I decided to take the next day off and do a little bit of planting in my front yard, trying to just get over the fact that I humiliated myself, but it was still really hard. Like there were tears, there was, it was really hard. I remember going to the beach as well and getting myself comfort food on the way home and just eating the scallops and fries in my bed with movies playing because I just needed to just escape for a little bit. And then the next month I had another welcome call and it went smoother. And the next month, another welcome call and it went smoother. And then by the end of it, they became smoother and smoother and smoother. So I did keep coming, coming back. But I do think that if I could go back, I wish I had have let go of that um, 
ownership of me not figuring out the sound on the first call. I wish I had have cleansed myself of that energy, of that situation. I wish I had have shook that stagnant energy out and not been so hard on myself. I carried that for a long time. I'll say even probably a year I carried that with me. And that wasn't the first thing that I did with that position that made me really embarrass myself. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you another thing I did, which I think was maybe even worse than this. And you're probably just thinking, wow, as you hear it, I'm sure you'll, you'll feel some compassion for me. This is the story number two that happened to me. But before I do that, let's read a little bit of quotes on failure and rising up from failure to remind ourselves that even though it's so uncomfortable, like I'm saying, we, we learn so much if we choose to embrace our failures and learn and become better. Never let success get to your head. Never let failure get to your heart. That's anonymous. You always pass failure on your way to success. Mickey Rooney. All right, let's talk about my second very embarrassing moment, my my failure that I did on the very first day that I got hired by Danielle Laporte. And a backstory with this. Remember, I really put this company up on a pedestal. I really had this as the be all end all. This is my dream. This is what I want. This is what I'm working for. So I think the energy of going into something like that, of course, things didn't go as planned because I put too much stock in, oh my gosh, this is above me. I feel if I had have gone in with the worth that I had that made them notice and recognize me and say, I think Stephanie would be a good fit without even looking at my resume. I think had I gone in with that kind of energy, I feel these little things may not have happened, but who knows? I actually do believe that these things were meant to happen because I'm really seeing firsthand in my own life, in my own business just how much growth happened in that time and how I'm so lucky that I was able to basically do a paid internship to learn all this stuff with my dream company. Like I just feel so blessed now that I'm on the other side of it. Okay. Now I built you up. Here is my second embarrassing story. This is really embarrassing. You're going to feel really bad. Okay. I basically, my boss, she did a team email in Gmail, just, you know, welcoming Stephanie from the team. She's from New Brunswick. She's to the team. She's from New Brunswick. She hosts beautiful um, retreats every month. She's been a facilitator for this many years. She's going to be our onboarding facilitator in the Facebook group. She's going to be... Um, you know, doing some back end stuff with us. So she just did a nice intro for me, just a nice introduction to the team. And I was at the Nordic spot at that time because I was celebrating the fact that I got hired. 
I got hired by Danielle Laporte. Like, that's huge. So I treated myself to the Nordic Spa. And uh, I went to the locker on a little in-between from hot tubs and cold pool plunges. And I checked my phone and I saw the welcome email. And it made me feel excited. And so I wanted, of course, to write an email back that made me sound cool like not too excited I just wanted to be cool again I felt this position was above me I just need to be cool I feel so bad for myself that I was thinking all these thoughts but so I I typed out on my cell phone, I typed a little response like, thank you so much. I'm at the Nordic spot. And then no delete. And then uh, another message I typed out a little thank you. Like, and then delete. I did this probably about, I think probably about seven or eight times. And I failed to know that every single draft that I had typed actually showed up in this message. So I found this out later, like I I noticed later when I had gotten home and I saw it on my computer. And that was very, a very ungrounded way to begin a position that you already feel intimidated for. But I continued on, I continued on, I continued on. So please don't feel too bad for me because the treasures found in being gentle with myself and being proud of myself and knowing that that was part of my path and understanding that I was doing the best I can. I prepared for those Zoom meetings and the whole email thing. Well, you know, I don't work with Gmail a lot. Well, I didn't back then. And I was a little bit in my lower self mind at the time, just wanting to impress And now I get the opportunity to do this, all this stuff, but in my own container, in my own sacred container, which is the goddess gatherings, which is the sanctuary membership, which is this podcast. I get to use all of these tools that I picked up and I get to put this into my own thing without that fear of being judged or without the fear of not being enough. And please, I don't want you to think that they made me feel that way. They absolutely did not. I, in fact, did a full term working with them. Everything was wonderful. And I just looked down at my desire map planner, which I have in front of me. And I have to share this. It says, because basically these planners have a quote at the bottom of every page, a truth bomb. But listen to this one. Pick a perspective the most powerful one. I think that is very much in alignment with what we're talking about here. Pick a perspective, the most powerful one. Choose to show up in your worth instead of showing up in your lack. Choose to believe in yourself and be gentle with yourself and forgiving if you do mess up. It's okay. And actually choose to celebrate yourself for going out of your comfort zone to do something that is both scary, but lights you up. 
So this past weekend, I was recording for my new membership, Sanctuary Room by Room. And again, I felt like I was stepping into unknown territory. I had a videographer coming over and I just was like, oh no, maybe this is too much. Like, and I, I actually went back and I re-listened to my own podcast episode, which is the imposter syndrome. And, uh, I listened to that and I realized, okay, Stephanie, just be you and just be strong and put yourself out there. And he came over and we recorded these videos and it just was such a beautiful, fun experience. And that night when I went to sleep, I thought, there, you did it again. You pushed the edges, you expanded, you learned, you increased your skill set. And another thing is I realized that my, my teaching style has very much improved probably from the time working for Danielle Laporte, understanding that we have one point that we're trying to hit home and keeping that presentation nice and tight, not going off on tangents too much. So I feel my time with Danielle Laporte even helped me in my podcast, my business, everything else, my videos I'm creating. It was all a beautiful, beautiful stepping stone that years later I'm still seeing. Bless me. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Pablo Picasso. So don't let your ego rule. Let your intuition guide the way. Your ego is fearful, fearful of missing out, fearful of not being enough, all of it. And your intuition, very wise, very wise, knows already, is responsive, not reactive, is strong, calm, and cool. Your intuition, tap into that the next time you're doing something scary, trust yourself. You really have everything you need. And what you don't need, you're going to learn. Again, you always pass failure on your way to success. If there is something that you are holding on to that you're torturing yourself for because you messed up in the past, you failed. I have advice and that is to not live in that past situation. Don't live in that past mess up because that has a lot of ownership over your time today in the present. I know we've heard, all of us have heard that saying before, the past is gone. The future may never come. All we have is today. Yes, that's true. But if we're holding on to something we did in the past, that keeps us frozen and that keeps us in the past. It keeps us from expanding. It keeps us from growing. It keeps us from sharing our light, shining our light. And a little hot tip, when we're outside of our comfort zones, that's where we feel 
higher than high. I know that. I speak it from experience. Anytime I've ever pushed that edge of my comfort zone, I've felt higher than I've ever felt. Better than any drug. So I invite you tonight to take your journal out before bed or even right now and answer a few questions. Ask your soul. Ask, is there something that I'm holding on to that I need to let go of? Is there a mistake I made that I'm still punishing myself for? Was there something that happened that is keeping my light diminished? And spent a lot of time on this question tonight. What do I need to forgive myself for? In what ways can I be softer and gentler with myself? In what ways can I rise above, come back with a new sense of self, with a new confidence? And a reminder, I'm recording this on a Thursday night The full moon is on Saturday, the 27th. So if you're listening on the Sunday that this podcast comes out, it'll be the 28th. So the day after the full moon in Virgo and the energy of the full moon is still very, very strong. It's a wonderful time to release, to cleanse yourself of any thought forms that are keeping you stuck. And also a great time to just look up and ground into the beauty of the full moon as well. So please, if you've listened to this and you've found something in it, I'd love to hear. So feel free to send me a message. And if you're looking for some reading material on Failing Forward, there's actually a book called Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell. It's a very famous book. And I do recommend that book. And Brene Brown, again, the Netflix special, The Call to Courage. It's an hour and 15 minutes long. I teared up so much in that that Netflix special, and I really, really saw myself in it. It made me feel proud of myself for failing and getting back up. Especially that swim scene. Oh, man, I related to it. You know what? I, if you've seen it, you know what I mean. And Brene Brown, she's a beautiful teacher. You can follow her podcast. She has two. One is called Unlocking Us, and the other is Dare to Lead. And I'll leave you this one more little tidbit, this reminder. Do one thing every day that scares you, that's out of your comfort zone. see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my stories of my growth in my life. 
It is just such a privilege to be able to look back and see how far I've come. Thank you for being here, and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye. If you enjoyed this session, please share it with someone who needs it, or leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you feel the pull to work with me a little deeper, you can find my offerings at thegoddessgatherings.com.